welcome everyone to the latest episode of the Here's Johnny podcast. Uh, Justin, we are wrapping up our weeks-long yeah. double recording sessions. Uh, obviously, for you listeners, you can't really tell, but <coughs> oh, I'm sure they Justin can. <laughs> well, not yet, because <laughs> no. we always we, the pre-recordings haven't come out yet. But uh, we have been pre-recording the last few weeks to kind of prep for our trip out to California and just yep. kind of free up some time for ourselves. So. This is the last of that stretch, uh, but the live show, this one, is all about Alan Wake post-Alan Wake. Yeah, um, it's going, well, I'll, I'll wait until we get into it properly, but... Uh, perfect, perfect. Yeah. So, we can talk about what's been new, and know recorded like a day earlier than usual, but it's your turn to go first. What do you got? Um, well, actually, the reason we're recording a day earlier is because I got tickets to go see Saw a day before it comes out at, like, 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> so, I'm going to go see Saw tomorrow. I am... Seesaw. Yeah, I'm so fucking excited. Um, it's all I've been able to think about. I have been kind of micro-watching the entire series. Again. Oh, better me you than me. I'm, I might watch the first one since this is a direct sequel, so... Yeah, th- I think that's, uh... Honestly, after having to rewatch five and six, yeah, that's a much better idea. Trust me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm very excited about that. Other than that, I can say that I have been playing the new Assassin's Creed game. I can't say anything Which else. Which I about it. found out that was a thing when you were telling me about it because <laughs> I didn't yep. even know there was a new one. <laughs> it is from my preview, not my review. Uh, I can tell mm-hmm. you that it is much more in line with the older Assassin's Creed games. They've kind of gone away with a lot of the bloat, which is nice. Uh, okay. Which was nice during my preview. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I, I've been playing that. Um, pl- I played and beat separate uh, separate ways, which mm-hmm. is fucking phenomenal, by the way. So I was going to buy it because you were telling me that. Yes. And what I ended up buying instead were two games that are coming up soon because that whole franchise is on sale. Yes, I got, got your message. For I, like so, six bucks. I, so I got your message at like 11.30 last night and I was like, do I <laughs> respond to him? Nah, I'm like already on my way to bed. I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll talk to him tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm actually really excited you picked those up because uh, those are going to be games that... Kick off the next season. Oh, man, I am... Those are easily my some of my favorite games of all time. Um, cool. I'm very excited to get in them. Fuck, I just really want to play them really bad right now. Um, but yeah, so I played Separate Ways. It's fantastic. It's a it For 10 bucks. honestly, that's a fucking steal uh, okay. for the amount of content you get. And like the quality, they've added on a lot of it. I feel like they've made Separate Ways feel more like integral to the story of 4. Whereas, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've been on here saying before i'm not a huge fan of the og4 uh vr and (laughs) uh, the v the vr version and the remake have kind of like turned that around for me and i mean Mm -hmm. the same goes for here i i just capcom is fucking nailing it right now like and because of things they do that i won't spoil for you i think i know what they're gonna do next for what the next game they're gonna tackle is it better be code veronica I don't think it is. God damn, is it five? No. I think they are going to redo one. Again? 
Yeah, dude. It's well, I guess re- I guess the one remake. It, okay, the one played, remake. It's good, but it's still. It's like back like, in like older yeah. gaming sensibilities. Tank controls and yeah. And it came out realistically. It came out in two thousand and four on the GameCube. Jesus Christ! It is five I years. I mean, it'd be fun to play that in like the new RE engine. It and, would. Well, and it, and it it's would five years fun. older than Resident Evil Five. Like it is. It's pretty old. Like it's almost twenty years old. All right. I, so, I, I but, still think Code Veronica needs more to love. I no, I I agree. I think it, it it should be next. But yeah. Um. Other than that, I watched the Barbie movie finally. Uh, oh, do you like lot, it? Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Are you yeah. Knuff? I'm Knuff. <laughs> um. Funny story. My dad's name is Ken, and we talked about getting him that shirt for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> you should. You definitely should get him a hoodie. <laughs> um. No, it, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh. Other than that, I've been rewatching. Arrested Development, uh, because why not? I enjoyed that show a lot. Um, I have not started that audiobook because I just okay. have not had to. <laughs> Other than that, been fucking making TikToks like crazy. That's <laughs> what I do now. Um, getting ready for our trip. Yep. And I have something. I found out today that I am 100% confirmed for something very, very exciting right before our trip that I will talk I will scream it from mountaintops once I am able to I understand what about you Larry <laughs> all right so for TV yes. uh, the first episode of the new relaunch of hell's sorry kitchen nightmares came out on Sunday okay that's like the Gordon Ramsay goes to the restaurants and like finds like the poop and the goo in the yeah, kitchen yeah. and stuff and fixes it sucker for Gordon Ramsay is great I watched Ahsoka last night um, so I'm all up to date. That's You're fucking still like, way behind. Right? I I have watched two episodes of that show. All right, so the last episode comes out next week. You know what? So I I talked to Michelle a little bit, and we kind of we figured out. Um, so right before this, my son actually came home from school early because he wasn't feeling too hot. That we're just oh, gonna I'm say, sorry. I'm a, whatever. Um, <laughs> he's not like he's like sick. He's got a headache, mm-hmm. which. Yeah, okay, buddy. Um, a headache, and then immediately gets home and is like, oh, can I play my video games? No. <laughs> um, I get it, dude. I've been there. Um, we're not going to go tonight, and I think instead we are going to watch. So we're going to get cool caught up enough, because I don't know if we can get caught up, because that's like four episodes. They're like an hour long, aren't they? No, they're. Like, I would say they're probably because like they. If you skip the beginning, like refresh, and you skip the end credits, which is like ten minutes almost. Yeah. Like you're talking like twenty eight to like thirty eight. Somewhere. Oh, that's there. not too bad. Okay, so I, no. I could get like, I can get four episodes down easy. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think you could. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I just had a thought. No, yeah. you're fine. Um, I watched a couple more episodes of Bad Batch. I'm almost done with season two. Um, obviously, are you afraid of the dark? Because that's what our double recording is. Yes. This week. Um, movies. I watched a documentary called BS High. What is that it's about? About Bishop Sycamore High School. It was a high school in Ohio that played a game at the Pro Football Hall of Fame in my hometown, actually. Uh, against IMG Academy, which is like the best call, uh, high school football team in the country, and uh, during the game, it was very evident that like something wasn't right because they okay. were just getting destroyed. Like, like they it was bad. So it all started coming out because it was like nationally broadcast on ESPN. 
this high school wasn't real and people have been blowing the whistle on it for years and no one listened to him so, and these kids were in the in the coach was like a, a grifter and a scammer and he was like taking out like loans using the kids social security numbers and names and stuff like leaving them in these like hotels and like uh, apartment complexes and like saying it was under the school but it was actually under their names and like getting like eviction notices on the reports like it Devin doesn't like football mm-hmm. but I had her watch this documentary with me because I, I watched this game live like when it happened and I uh, she loved it she said, she said it was one of the best documentaries she's ever seen because it's like that compelling it's on HBO it's like an hour and a half long but it will piss you off it's the kind of documentary where is it or, like have you seen the, oh have you clearly seen the big short? no I have not so the big short, like the first like ninety minutes of the big short, is like a comedy. Like it comes across like a comedy, and then okay. the last like ten minutes, it's very like, it, like it pulls out the rug. It's like this like really happened. Like people really like lost everything yeah. because of what these few douchebags did, and like you just like walk out of there like from like the highest high to like feeling like shit. And that's what this documentary kind of did something similar to that. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, I watched A Place in the Sun. That was the next, um, that was the next AFI movie. It starred Liz Taylor was in it. Basically, it's, it starts out like, like how you'd normally think those older movies would start out where like a guy moves to a new town, gets a job, falls in love with a girl, but then like he gets this girl pregnant and, but his job is taking off and he's like wanting to be with liz taylor's character who's this like rich socialite kind of person and then like his baby mama goes a little crazy okay and they go out on a boat and he kind of like kills her oh okay and then like he escaped it's, it's, it's a lot of it's ambiguous right like it doesn't like explicitly say he killed her it looks like he kind of did the, the baby mama talks about abortion, but she doesn't talk about abortion. The movie came out, like, in the, like, 1950s, I think. Oh, okay. Um, I liked it a lot. I gave it an 8 out of 10. I would like to see it done, like, today, because I feel like mo- modern films aren't afraid to, like, go to places that they, they couldn't back then. Yeah. But it was a good one. I watched The Pelican Brief. It was a Julia Roberts movie. Denzel Washington's in it. It's, like, based on a John Grisham novel about people trying to assassinate Supreme Court members. It Okay. what it was uh but then these last two are great okay have you heard of the movie bones and all no okay so it's directed by luca guadagnino you have seen a movie of his do you remember <laughs> no for this podcast for this no. podcast <laughs> no i do not so you might hear some dog growling in the background <laughs> we're recording a little bit earlier in the day than usual but uh that's just dante saying hello to a squirrel in the backyard um Luca Guadagnino directed the Suspiria remake. Okay. Okay. So you I, know that style of gore then? Yeah. That kind of style of movie? Yeah. Okay. So Bones and All is about this girl who was born what they call an eater. So she's like a cannibal. And basically, like, after another incident, her dad just, like, can't take care of her anymore. Okay. So she goes on this journey to go find her mom, or at least her mom's family to learn about like why she is the way that she is because this compulsion to eat people like it's just like it's like uncontrollable like when it happens it just happens okay 
Um, she meets some other eaters along the way. There's a lot of like really creepy scenes in it. Um, I fucking loved it. It's a romance movie at the end of the day. And I I loved it. I loved it. Okay, okay. It's gory. It's gross. It's got some really... I mean, you saw Suspiria, so you know. It's got some really like creepy imagery and like gore in it and stuff. But no, I, I liked it a lot. Okay, good, good, good. And what's it called again? I'm going to write it down, actually. Bones and all. And all or in all? And all. So, like, you eat them bones and all. Oh, okay. Bones and all. And then the other movie I watched is La La Land. Have you seen that? No, I feel like I've heard a lot about it. So, it won a bunch of Oscars when it came out, but it stars Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, either they're down on their luck. Aspiring artists out in LA. It's a musical. Um, it's gorgeous. It's like a super, super pretty movie. Okay. Um, and it was like at the end, like having like kind of like choking up a little bit because it, like, yeah. it was. I don't know. I, I I gave both those attends on my movie rating rating app. I loved them both. I I want to talk to you about choking up actually. <laughs> Okay. I completely forgot this happened. Uh, I got my son and my daughter to watch the first episode of Pokemon, the Indigo League. Yeah. Dude, I fucking cried like a baby. <laughs> Why? Because, like, at the end of the episode, like, Ash is, like, trying to protect Pikachu from Pikachu all the from, yeah. And then, uh-huh. oh, it's hard. And then I started Bro, telling them. Are you them, ready for Butterfree? Dude, I started telling them about the movie where fucking Ash Pokemon slap at each other and like Pikachu is like like really sacrificing himself or no Ash sacrificed himself for Pikachu I started Mm -hmm. fucking bawling like a baby it was hilarious to everybody else in the room but me (laughs) and then every time I went to talk about it I was like no guys I can't I can't do this like (laughs) we just have to watch it we just have to watch it anyways yeah I, I fear for you for the Butterfree episode Dude, I don't know if I... Well, see, Butterfree episode is hard, but I don't think... Because, like, Pikachu and Ash have, like, a long history. Whereas, like... Ash's first caught Pokemon. Yeah, but it's different. Dude, I'm I'm telling you right now, if if that first episode got you, and you're actually going to watch all of them in order... Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Strap in. Strap in. We'll see. Mostly because I want to see the, like, last, like, three episodes. Because... Like when Ash is like done and everything, I'm oh, very yeah. interested to see how he ends his journey. Yeah, I that's like been on like my my list of like things to check out. I just there's just so much and like that's such a huge commitment. And yeah. I feel like there probably be a, a right similar to you like a right time to like go do that finally. Yeah. Games. Oh yeah. Alan Wake: American Nightmare. Uh huh. I did see you sit playing something else on Steam last night too. Control odd DLC. Uh-huh. Final Fantasy VIII. I only have one more card to farm. Fuck. This is like this better be worth it. Like this like the idea is once you do this, you just walk through the game so you don't have to do with anything else. Like you just one shot yeah, everybody. Yeah. So it better fucking hold to that because this is like I'm like three hours in to this grind and I haven't left like the first forest outside of Balam. <laughs> 
I just want to get this fucking platinum, Jeez, but whatever. Oh Christ. Yeah. But yes, Justin saw me play some last night. Uh, I mentioned last week on the show that my friend Kyle, he moved to South Carolina, so we're kind of doing this like weekly thing where we hang out. He and I are playing Halo Reach co-op story. How was it? Justin, I was a little mad at him when he went to bed. <laughs> because I haven't played co-op in a game since you and I did six. Okay. I was trying to Oof. think. Like, we did the four. That's a little bit different, right? It's, it's not like a campaign yeah. co-op experience, right? And obviously six is what it was. <laughs> yeah, six, yeah, six, six was six. interesting. <clears throat> I am happy that we did all that we did. Six is what it was. Um, I was having so much motherfucking fun. We, we were playing on heroic, so not legendary. Like we, yeah, we wanted a challenge. We wanted, didn't want to get our dick stomped in. We played half the campaign, and we're finishing up on Monday because I'm going to see Saw Ten on Tuesday. Yeah. And dude, I'm having so much fun. Like I'm not good. Like I've never been good at Halo. Right? It's more just like a fun thing to play. Yeah. And. Yeah, it was. Well, hey, when you got when you guys get to Halo Two, let me know. Can we do more than two people co-op? Uh, yeah, I think you can do up to four people. Halo Master Chief Collection, four player campaign co-op. Oh God, that was a. Um. Oh, here we go. I have the cooperative information. It's just loading up. Okay. Uh oh no, Halo three and four support four player co op. Okay, one and two is two people. So let me know when you get to three, and I'll play with you guys. I'm okay, not gonna take perfect. that away from you. No, it's but the thing is, is like, I don't, I just want to play co op. I I was just shocked at how much fun that was. Yeah, it's like, a good game. It's fucking fun. But they don't make games that allow you to do that really anymore. Oh god, no. No, they don't. Um I I would say maybe the closest is probably like Borderlands. Yeah. And Yeah, but it's it's like but that's like what like I was just having a blast like running through it and like having the missions and like, like having the different checkpoints you got to hit and stuff. And it yeah. was just like I said the only time I could think back to something doing like that was Resident Evil 6 and that game like I said sucked. So Yeah. I don't know. I and, and, and like I said, it's just different than playing like the forest or Dead by Daylight. Like Destiny was close, right? But like Destiny, like at a certain point, starts getting too sweaty and repetitive, so it kind of loses it for me. But I don't know, man. That was that was a hell of a niche that got scratched. I didn't know I needed it. So, oh, well, I'm glad you did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, books. I finished the Lost Colony, which is the fifth Artemis Fowl book. The other one I can't really talk about. And the other kind of big note is the Miami Dolphins are undefeated. They're 3-0. We play our big division rival on Sunday, the Buffalo Bills, and we just beat the snot out of the Denver Broncos 70-20. to So let's go. Cool. I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a good thing. All right. Just has a headache. We need to re- double record. So we're going to keep moving. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the expanded universe of Alan Wake. Messing with the enemy said it's true It's another trick Messing with my mind I wake up, chase down 
Justin, yes. hit me with the notes. Okay, so I'm going to go American Nightmare first, and then I'll go AWE. Just that's the release order. So uh, Alan, Ware, Alan Wake's American Nightmare uh, was originally a Xbox Live Arcade exclusive that was released in February of 2012, and then later it came to PC in uh, like May 2012. Uh, I couldn't really find like a ton of like, sales figures, um, but I do have a couple of notes from the the development side. Um, well, I figured this was going to be more focusing on all yes. the tie-ins. Yeah, right? yes, but as I started to look into them, a lot of the tie-ins are kind of more recent like the more recent times are from like awe and then okay 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 more like they are coming as well in alan wake 2 kind of thing like they're being okay. hinted at um this was actually the first time that um alan wake 2 they i don't know if you remember when we talked about alan wake they said that alan wake 2 was not going to happen Yes, that was uh, the cliffhanger. You left those on. Yes, this was kind of what it, where it stemmed from, is after this release. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just quickly looking here, and then yeah, this was they're just all talking about like, what about Alan Wake Two and Remedies? Basically, just saying at this point, well, they they want to do a Remedy Two or an Alan Wake Two, but they don't think it's going to happen. There's not too much really. Because I don't know if you ever played any uh, Xbox Live Arcade games. I don't think so. They were at the time a lot of like ninety percent of them were very like Portal, quick. Maybe was that an Xbox Live Arcade game? Um, they made a Portal for Xbox Live Arcade, but it wasn't Xbox okay, Live Arcade. Were, they were like ve- almost like kind of quicker turnaround games, um, okay. where like. And they were like a lot cheaper they were like 15 bucks and he they were, but anyways because of that there's not like really a ton of development info um and then other than america's new nightmare which we'll i'll talk about the story in a second uh a we're also doing aew which was the second downloadable content for control and it kind of focuses on the world of alan wake and jesse um i also was not able to find any development notes for this uh because i think they're really they generally i mean they're dlc right so not a lot of development like i could find a ton a fuck ton of development notes on control and on alan wake but not a lot on the dlcs it's kind of like how um uh sorry i'm looking something up too i'm trying to find if i can find numbers um yeah, it's there's like nothing. It's just all. The, no, nobody wants to talk about it because at this point in time they were already working on Alan Wake too. Um, it's but, been developing for that long. No. No. Oh, okay. No. Um, yeah, it's Alan Wake two. Uh, it started off well. AEW only came out. Uh, AEW. Oh, or AWE. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's okay. I, I say AEW <laughs> because I talk to you a lot. AEW. AEW. 
It's on tonight. You're going to be watching in live? 8 o'clock? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so I just want to quickly hit this these uh, stories so we can talk about it a little bit more. So a okay. uh, American... Uh, oh, my God, my words. This is what I get for watching all those fucking keynotes. Um, American Nightmare follows more like... Follows Mr. Scratch more a little bit and kind of opens up his character a little bit. But really what it boils down to is... Alan Wake goes into the Night Springs TV show. He's taking part in an Alan in a Night Springs episode. Yeah, when Barry's like waking up or is asleep. Yes, the TV. and this is like so. You also have to keep in mind this is like set after, right? So Barry is Correct. like seeing this. Um, and then as we play as Alan Wake, it's it's like the same gameplay mechanics, uh, kind of, um, for the most part. Uh, but as we go through this world, we meet. Uh, Emma, I think is her name. I don't remember the Emma's doctor's name. Emma's the first name. girl. I don't remember the doctor's name. Um, Neither do I. Doctor. Okay. But anyways, you, you go through and you kind of find out how to like get this signal to rewrite this episode um, as Alan Wake. And you have to like go through it a couple times until you basically can set up events to happen. You end up rewriting it. Um, and then after like years of disappearing after years after he disappeared uh, in like a post credits scene uh, Barry wakes up and he thinks that he like has heard the actual voice of Alan Wake yes um, and then the AWE expansion was told in a very kind of weird way I don't know if you actually watched any of the videos that you could like look at after or like after events had happened you could like go and watch it's just like uh, Alan Wake talking on the typewriter. Oh, yeah. It, I, obviously, whenever he popped up in front of you and stuff, but like, I really hold a fine line. That I don't do the menu stuff oh, anymore. Yeah, I agree. But basically, <laughs> maybe that's me being a bitter old man. But I just no, no, do I, no. Absolutely, fuck. story should be told like in a way yeah. that is. If I want a visual novel, I'll play one. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so basically, AWE takes place in a different part of the oldest house. The uh, investigation. Yes, the investigation wing. sector. That Sector. J so when we originally played this, we got the invite from Alan Wake to go down there. So I kind of forgot that that had happened. <laughs> yeah, um, we did. Uh, but I forgot too, though, so you're fine. Yeah, so basically Alan Wake tells us we have to, or he like calls us down there, and we find out that there was this doctor at the oldest house that was um, researching the event at Bright Falls that happened during Alan Wake. The doctor, like, dove into the lake to try and, like, get closer to the entity. The entity took it over. Um, when the doctor came back, uh, the hiss took over the doctor, and then it turned into, like, this super weird fucked up thing, and then basically they closed that part off. Uh, the really interesting thing here, though, is that after Jesse kind of goes through and kills Dr. Hartman, who's the doctor that was, like, leading it all, they get a notification that there's been another event at Bright Falls, but that the the date is is in the future. It's not yet happened. That date is obviously the, was the original release date for Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't catch that. So did you do the side set the side quest within the DLC or did you just do I just the, did DLC? the DLC? Yeah. Did you do any of the side stuff? 
I did because I got <laughs> similar to the last time I played Control. It's very easy to get sidetracked in that game. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I stopped myself when I realized that I was doing the wrong thing, mainly because I wanted to make sure I got it done. I wasn't sure yeah, how yeah. the DLC would end up being, but uh, yeah. Let's talk about Alan Wake. Where can I first? Okay. We are. Oh, by the way, we aren't reviewing these like with a score. No, People just kind of talking about them. We're just discussing them. They're, they're, yeah. they're really short, and we really don't do DLCs as a scored thing. So yeah, I like I, I think American Nightmare took two and two a hours half. and ten minutes for me. Okay, yeah, I think it was like two and a half for me, and then AWE I think was like two hours. I fucking ran through that thing. Okay, I think I think for me it was kind of very similar to that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so American Nightmare. Um. When we finished Alan Wake Remastered, I was very done with what that game was. <laughs> yep. Alan Wake American Nightmare. At least for me, my gameplay experience, I, I'm not the biggest fan of like repeating the story over and over and over again. I get why they yeah. did it and it was fine. But yeah. This game was fast. It had enough variability and like, like well, it was uh, also more like types and stuff. It was more like action oriented. Than yeah, Alan Wake. It, it felt like an arcade experience, and it yes. was really cool. Like if you found more pages, you could lock better guns, and there was things around. The world felt very big. Like you make it very linear. Like by the, by my last time through, I was just hauling ass everything out, like not exploring anything. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but they they make it fun. worth exploring yeah. the first second time. Not you know yeah. it, obviously like you get like dwindling. You know, I felt like there was but, an yeah. yeah, but there was an interesting amount of like, enemy variant types. There's obviously a ton of different kind of guns. Um, this the sound scene, although it was kind of tired by the end when the like, the when the satellite falls, the, sig- the uh, signal thingy. Yeah, yeah, like the music scene in that, I actually dug a lot. It'll probably honestly be the kicker for this opening review section. See, they've um, always had a thing with music. Like, it is kind of, yes. like, weirdly enough, their thing now, I guess. I mean, I think it was perfected in Control, but you can see the early the early on kind of effect of it here. But I liked it a lot. Like, I think if, if you enjoyed Alan Wake even a little bit, or if you want to know what Alan Wake 2 will probably be like, this is me guessing, play American Nightmare. Yes, yes, and no. What do you think? Um, okay, what do you think? So I, I mean, I agree. I think it is like a much more like tighter experience because Alan Wake was also like this big, you know, had like a huge overarching plot with like having to deal with Alan Wake and like his mental instabilities and like the yes. town of Bright Falls itself. This is like a much more like okay, we are dealing with Mister Scratch, ha- like a half an hour television episode, like. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree that this is like a much tighter, more like linear experience. I think it does it better than Alan Wake. I agree. I think it like feels better to play than Alan Wake because it is kind of like a more action oriented. Um, I don't think this is what Alan Wake 2 is going to play. I, well, I know Alan Wake 2 isn't going to play like this. It is very much going to play like a Resident Evil 2 remake. Okay. Just so. Okay. So hey, even I mean, better. You, you, you know, you yeah. know. So yeah, um, which, which is fine though too, because oh, I wasn't again in a small arcade-like experience. American Nightmare was fun. Well, exactly. A, and that's the thing is, it doesn't overstay its welcome. No. 
because I feel like that's kind of where Alan Wake was a little rough. Is like it had to. By well, that like, last chapter, I was done, and the two DLC, I was like, "This is fucking stupid." Well, exactly. Like it, it had to expand itself to kind of fit like a huge, like a bigger story. Whereas this was like a nice, concise little side plot, kind of leading up mm-hmm. to what's coming next. Um, but no, I, I agree. I, I do think that this was a better version of Alan Wake. Maybe not the story itself, because I do like the story from Alan Wake. Um, yeah. But yeah, like in yeah. terms of like gameplay and that, I think it does feel better here. Game, yes. I The story for me was what it was. Like a, nothing crazy, nothing to write home about, nothing like to hang your hat on. It was more, it expanded the universe a little bit, which is really all I cared about. But it was the gameplay that felt better. Like, I had more fun with the gameplay. I had more fun playing it, which was a, a big problem I had towards the end of Alan Wake. Um, still not that scary. At least not yeah. for me. Although the spiders no. were fucked. I mean, yeah, Did but not still. Like the spiders. But they were easy. To, like, all you had to do was just, like, carry a, f- a flare and you were fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is, I think... I think Alan Wake 2, as much as... I. Alan Wake 2 itself is going to be a lot scarier than Alan Wake and this DLC, but I, th- I think these are more definitely like tuned to, to the action side, less the horror yeah. side, which I am what excited I, to see the change for. What I want Alan Wake 2 to be like is mm-hmm. control. Oh, God, and control. with that, let's go to the DLC. Uh, I you know what immediately when I started playing this, I was like, "Fuck, I love control so much!" <laughs> like immediately, exactly the same. It took me a little bit till I remember the controls because they're a little yeah. bit different than like normal games. But that's fine. yeah, absolutely. Like I forgot I could flit around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot, me too. <laughs> I forgot all that stuff. Um, but I loved the story that was told in this about Alan Wake being trapped and I was like kind of like trying to communicate with us. Yes. But like it still kept it within the bounds, at least what I remember, of what the control story was. You still had to go to the motel, you were still yep. like in the the old house, you still had to like kind of explore these different areas. Yep. There were still the side missions. It was still like a control game, but they tied it in. Well, and, and not only like in a story way, but in a gameplay sense too. Like they brought like the flashlight, me- like the light mechanic. I knew exactly control. what to do too. I was so yeah. like, oh, that's that's cool. Like obviously we just played it, so we knew. But like someone who had played Alan Wake when it first came out or whatever, right? Like they were probably like, oh, okay, I see yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. They they do a good way of kind of adding like melding the two worlds together, especially when you find the the doctor who you can't harm and can only harm you in the darkness right like it like the whole game three separate boss fights yes with different light mechanics yes it's man also super cool i fucking love control so much and like control is a great game it really is and and, i mean it, it goes to show that i think remedy knows they're like obviously they know their own source material but they know what they want to do if they are able to like implement those two game those two like the fluid gameplay of control with like the more interesting unique uh mechanics from 
Alan Wake, if they're able to like meld those two nicely, I'm really excited for what Alan Wake 2 is going to be. All right, what else? What else? Big notes do you have for the um, DLC? That monster was like okay when you're in that room trying to get. There's like a dark room where there's actually two of them. Yeah. Well, I I think there's two of them, um, and you have to get the like generator power pack whatever you want to call it the transformer Mm -hmm. like across the like narrow dark hallway uh was legitimately terrifying um i actually (laughs) really enjoyed like the weird look of the ball like the 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 monster um i don't know i i just think that i don't think do i think it's like as scary as like the overall of control no but I, i definitely think it hits it better than alan wake does um, yeah, cause yeah. I definitely did not find Control that scary. I think it had moments, but like overall, like we we played some pretty scary games. Yeah, absolutely. I did find this to be scarier, and it's because of the darkness component. Yeah. But unlike in Alan Wake Remastered, I did not find the darkness to be overbearing. You, I could still well, it, it was yes, you could still operate, and it was like easy to see. Like okay. there is always light in a room no matter what so you're not like just fucked for no reason yeah um i i thought i thought it was actually a very good uh, like a really well done dlc and like i said they teased the release date of alan wake 2 i'm sure they've updated it since like i'm sure they updated it once they had a release date i don't know what it would have said originally yeah Um, i'm sure they updated it to like have that release date when they knew but uh i don't know i I thought it was i liked it a lot (laughs) i will i will say playing it playing the dlc i will probably go do the other dlc yeah i mean i have it yeah and yeah i think it's just called like the old house or something honestly i was just i was like when i was playing it like i'm working on my back catalog people know but like i kind of want to play it again yeah hell yeah yeah, I agree. Because the thing is, like, the, the accessibility things on that, like, you can make it so, like, you don't die. Yeah. Oh, well, and, well that's the thing, too, right, is that they've made it so, like, a lot, like, I'm not going to say anybody, but a lot of people can play Control because they, they have done their homework with, like, accessibility. And, again, Alan Wake didn't really have any of that stuff. So I'll, I'll be interested way, to see. It's the way it should be. Like, yeah. how games should go. Like. I understand they're the sweat lords with like the Souls War games, like with whatever. Like that, that is what it is. But like for me, it's like that was one thing I liked about the Stranger Paradise game for Final Fantasy, is like you could be a sweat lord in that game, but if you just wanted to play it, play the DLC, and like enjoy the background and all the tie-ins, right, to Final Fantasy, yeah, you can play it, and like yeah, there is no barrier. And that's what that's what control was too. Like control, you can ramp it up, you can make it easy, you make it harder. But like at the end of the day, the game itself is just good and it is solid. And so everything else is like icing on a really nice cake. So yeah, it was a lot of fun to go back to control. And when I finished it, all I could think of is this is what I want Alan Wake Two to be. I think it'll definitely be closer to this. I don't think as flighty because obviously, like in control, you're dealing with like superpowers and stuff. Hey, don't uh, don't uh, don't. Don't yeah, say I never. mean, you never know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I this playing this DLC made me more excited for Alan Wake too. So, all right, let's rank the three things um, 
Oh, okay. Remastered, American Nightmare, and then Awe. Okay. On, hmm, do you want to do, like, the order in which you should play them if you're going to play them before Alan Wake 2, or what we think was the best to the worst? I mean, I think the order in which you should play them is, like, very apparent. I think yeah, it's, it's kind of like, logical. Yeah, like release order is good. I think ranking them based on like how good they are is different. Okay, so what's your favorite? Oh, A A W, fucking A W, A W E. Yeah, the control all DLC was awesome, and yeah. it was great. I think then for me, the American Nightmare. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, remastered so, again. It, yeah. It's not that it's bad. It's just it's not it bad. It just aged well, and it's too goddamn long. Yeah, it goes on for like too long, and I think it's like it's kind of at that point where it's like just clunky enough where it doesn't feel great to play. So and, like each of the chapters is just like a reset without any kind of like building. Yeah, and so when you're just doing the same thing over and over and over again for a nine to ten hour campaign, that's that's a it's a lot. fucking lot to ask. Yeah, it's a lot. Okay, that's our stuff on control. Off oh, control on Alan Wake. Uh, we're gonna play some music and head on into the closing. Justin. Yes. Next week we get to play a game again. We do? With Tobin Bell. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, we do. I'm excited. Maybe that makes me a dweeb or a mark, but because the last eight Saw movies that did not include Jigsaw or or Spiral uh, were what they were. But the thing is, is like there is an element of fun to these movies that I'm excited to experience, and that's the thing is even if I yeah. know the movie is dog shit, the, it's gonna be fun. Like the traps are gonna be like gory, and it's gonna be like yeah, it's like a. Well, it's true. It's, it was never like Hellraiser. Yes, exactly. Hellraiser became quite literally hell. Uh, yeah. Saw was always well, that was fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but yeah. the like, there's traps, and it's kind of you know what you're getting into when you go into a saw movie. All right. Any last thoughts before we get out of here and start a second recording? No. Go put go go, get ready for Halloween too. <laughs> That's it. All right. Perfect. Everyone else, patrons, stick around. I have a ghost story for Justin. And until next time, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. 
We are also on Instagram at here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash here's Johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.